We Turned Out Okay is a show about children and families. You get to see into the mind of a child development expert, and you'll learn tons about kids and why they do what they do. It's for grown-ups, so it's not always G-rated. But it's almost always PG. And we'll let you know when it's PG-13 or higher. Also, you can expect some rabbit holes and detours. But we return to the topic at hand. Besides, rabbits are awesome. What have you got against rabbits? Anyway, sit back, relax, and prepare to learn about how to stay sane while raising your little kids. Enjoy the show! Come on, guys! We turned out okay. The modern parent's guide to old school parenting. I want to hang upside down from the swing set. Welcome to We Turned Out Okay with host Karen Locke Cole. I want to climb to the top of that tree. And now, here's your host, Karen Locke Cole. Hello and welcome to episode 256 of We Turned Out Okay. This is the show where we are always working to help you change your child's behavior from bad to good, feel happy inside, and truly enjoy the time you spend with your young kids. I am Karen Locke Culp. I'm the host of this show. I'm a parent, coach, and an expert in child development. And I have been super excited about this particular series. This is part four of a series I've been working on called How to Raise Successful, Happy, Fulfilled People. And I think of it as not just children, but people. And the reason for that is because there are kids now, but they're going to grow up, even if it's really hard to envision this, they are going to grow up into like people who have lives of their own. And uh, I mean, I, I think that's very, very likely some, some small amount of you listening will will have kids who um, maybe have a, a, a bit of a different path. And, and, and that's okay. Um, but the things that we do now while they're young, make it much more likely that they're going to grow up into successful, successful, fulfilled, happy people who will not have to live in your basement, you know, when they're 35 years old, but instead, like, have a life of their own and, 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 uh, have really meaningful, good relationships. And I know sometimes it's hard to think about that when your kids are driving you absolutely bananas because they're they're having a temper tantrum or they are um, not cooperating with with your agenda, which which really does often happen. Um, and i I really want this series to be helpful for you as you are as you are going through, your life with your young kids. I, I think these are things that you'll be able to use all of their lives. Uh, and and then eventually they will become internalized for them and then they'll be able to grow up and keep using them. So I'm really, really glad that you're here for this show. It, it, it is a, this is a, this is a, this is a, a subject that's really, really meaningful to me as I've got boys now who are 18 and 14. And I am watching the other end of this now I'm seeing them. One of my boys today today <laughs> is um, handing in his application by hand at a, uh, a community college so that he can take secondary education. He can enroll there as a secondary level student, because um, there are there's a program in Massachusetts where you can you can 
get college credit for courses that you are taking as a high school age student and you pay a lot less money to do that, uh, to take the courses and, and they count. And so he is really um, stepping out into the adult world. And this is a kid who, you know, six or eight months ago was like, I could never do that. You know what I mean? And um, I really want that for your child too, so that someday your child is is taking control of his or her life and and deciding what they want and going after it. And I just think that that this is how we're going to help our kids do that. So today's is all about chores. Should we make our kids do chores is the question in the title of today's episode. And I, I mean, I, I guess I'm going to give you the answer real quick here. The answer to that is yes, absolutely. We should make our kids do chores. And there are a lot of reasons for this. Uh, and one of the, I, I really just to tell you how the structure of the show today is going to go. I want to do the first part on the mindset. Like how should we be thinking about this idea of making our kids do chores? I, you know, maybe, Karen doesn't usually say we need to make them do anything, right? And um, I, I, I definitely am going to get into that. Like, why am I saying we must make our kids do do something? Uh, and then the second part after the break is going to be some practical ideas for how can you actually implement this in your real life <laughs> with your human children? You know, um, how how will that work? And and I just think you know we'll get into that. I'm I'm excited to get to that part of the show. But but to begin with. Why does this make, why does making our kids do chores make for successful people? And I'm going to tell you about that because I think that will help you understand why I think it's so important that we make our kids do this. So I'm going to read to you from an article in the, in, from the Independent, which is a, a British newspaper. The article itself is called Science Says Parents of Successful Kids Have These Things in Common. These actually, these 11 things in common. I've chosen a few of these to contribute to this Successful Fulfilled Happy People series. And I'm going to read from this. Uh, the, the first one, number one, is six, parents of successful kids uh, do this. They make their kids do chores. And this part starts off with a quote from a woman named Julie Lithcott Hames, who has written a fabulous book called How to Raise an Adult. And um, she says this, she says this during a TED Talks live event, which I I assume is a TED Talk. (laughs) Uh, She says, if kids aren't doing the dishes, it means someone else is doing that for them. And so they're absolved not only of the work, but of learning that work has to be done and that each one of us must contribute for the betterment of the whole, she says in this TED Talk. And that I think is is a really compelling reason for having our kids do chores so that they learn all this stuff doesn't happen magically, right? You don't you don't wake up to a clean kitchen and a, and a, a, a clean home and folded laundry where it belongs by magic. You know, we don't have house elves in this world. And and in fact, house elves, uh, you, you know, in Harry Potter, there's a whole, uh, which is where the term house elves comes from. There's a whole push by one of the main characters to to free the house elves from this kind of a menial work that they are, are sort of made to do in their contract with the magical people, you know, in, in the wizarding world. So, we, we want our kids to know that like we're not house elves and that um, they need to 
contribute to their to their upkeep and and the home's upkeep, right? Uh, the, the article goes on to say, Lithcott Hames believes kids raised on chores go on to become employees who collaborate well with their coworkers, are more empathetic because they know firsthand what struggling looks like, and are able to take on tasks independently. She bases this on the Harvard Grant study, which is the longest longitudinal study ever conducted. So I guess I'm going to have to look more into that, huh? <laughs> um, by making them do chores, Lithcott Hames says taking out the garbage, doing their own laundry, they realize I have to do the work of life in order to be part of life. And that is a quote from Lithcott Hames from an interview she did with with Tech Insider, which I'm going to imagine is a website (laughs) of some sort. Um, I am going to look into that Harvard grant study. And uh, I may not have maybe in the break, I'll be able to include something about it. So I use the breaks, not as I I know a lot of times breaks are for advertisers to, to promote their stuff, right? But that's not how I do our breaks. Our breaks are basically about uh, free stuff and uh, just stuff in general that's going on in the We Turned Out Okay universe. So every week I do a Magic Words for Parents video, um, which gives you a quick phrase that you can bring into your parenting week about a specific subject. There's always an embedded video that I have done, a YouTube live video. I do those every Thursday over on YouTube. And uh, so I take the breaks and I talk about what what are these, you know, what are these things in the We Turned Out Okay universe that aren't necessarily a part of this episode, but that you might want to hear about. And if I can swing it, <laughs> what I will do is I will use this break to talk about the Harvard grant study, because I think that could be a very, very interesting, um, interesting part of this episode. So I just want to take the time to write Harvard grant study question mark, because otherwise I may forget to look into that. Okay. So, so that is why chores, that is why we need to get our kids to do chores, right? Because they need to know that they're part of a family system. And in this family system, the the things get done because of all the contributors. If it was left up to one person, boy, that one person would be would be really unhappy. Wouldn't wouldn't they? And the thing is, a lot of times that is us the parents who are sort of stuck doing all of these things whether we like it or not. And um the great thing about getting our kids to do chores is that we are not only are we are we priming them to be successful, fulfilled, happy people, we are also taking some of the workload off of ourselves. And that is so, so, so important. So the mindset here is like, yes, this is going to make it so that as they grow up, they will understand that um, this is that, you know, in order to be a part of the world, we need to help contribute to the upkeep of the world. And I thought Lithcott Hames, uh, said it well I, I you know i thought she said it really well when she talks about firsthand they will know what struggling looks like um so when they see somebody else struggling through something they can say to themselves oh i know what that's like and maybe they'll jump in and help you know <laughs> maybe this has happened to me in my life where i have been trying to do a job that I, I i have a hard time doing so i have a tendon disorder and it means that oftentimes there are things I can't do with my body, with my hands, particularly my arms and my hands and my my legs, really it's the limbs, that um, that I can't do things. And so um, when my kids understand that, they're much more likely 
to say, absolutely, I will take on that task. Or even sometimes they've offered to take on tasks. They used to say, uh, let me be the brain, you be the brains and let me be the hands. And uh, particularly my youngest, Jay, would say that all the time. And then he would make my lunch for me, or he would do something that I literally could not do. I can remember my older son, um, I was so upset because I couldn't help them shovel snow one year. And, and Max took me inside, set me down in front of my favorite movie, which is The Princess Bride. <laughs> That's like our sick movie. When we're, when we're not feeling well, we go to The Princess Bride. And then he made me a cup of hot chocolate and he put it into my hands or he put it next to me so that I could pick it up myself. And then he went back out and finished the shoveling. I mean, and he wasn't that old then. I, I think he was probably 13, maybe 12, 13. This was, this was a long time ago. Um, but cause I've had this tendon disorder for quite a long time. So there's been a lot of opportunities for my kids to be helpful and do chores. And so giving them the sense, this is why we need to make them do it because we need them to understand that we all exist in a family system and we help each other in this family system. And, um, I think it's so important. It's not just important so that they grow up into successful, fulfilled, happy people. It's so important so that they have the, as Lithcott Hames says, the, the knowledge of what struggling looks like and what it feels like, um, because they have to figure out how to do a chore or whatever. But then they also have the joy of helping somebody through something. You know what I mean? We, we're in this, it's the teamwork. We're in this together kind of idea. And, um, and I think that's why you, you need to consider this, right? So, um, I said earlier, I don't, I'm not known for saying you, you should make your kid do this. Right. Um, and I think that if you don't want to frame it that way for yourself, you can frame it as uh, what I'm doing is I'm, I'm helping my child become responsible. You know, you can, you can frame it for yourself in a, in a different way. You don't have to say like, oh, now I'm going to make you do chores. Um, I don't think of it that way. I don't, I don't think I'm making them do things. I, I think what I'm doing is I'm teaching them that we all live together and we all um, do things to help each other, basically. And, um, and I see that too. As they've grown now, I've seen how incredible that is, has been for them in terms of how they interact with other people. They're very helpful, uh, full of empathy kind of kids, you know what I mean? And um, this is also how you get that because they, they know what it feels like to struggle with a task and they know how to, uh, how to accomplish it. So, okay. I feel like that's enough mindset. Um, I want to get into the, the ways that you can actually make this happen, that you can bring about kids doing chores in your home. So stay tuned for that because it's coming up right after the break. And welcome to the break for episode 256. Today's episode is all about chores and how they create successful, happy people. And I specifically reference the Harvard Grant study. And so the first thing I wanted to do today before we get into other stuff happening in the We Turned Out Okay universe is I wanted to read to you a little bit. I've done some, I've looked into like, what is the Harvard Grant study? So I'm going to start with Wikipedia, which gave a pretty succinct, like, description of it. And then I uh, have another uh, source that I want to tell you about as well. Okay, so the grant study, according to Wikipedia, 
is part of the study of adult development at Harvard Medical School. It is a 75-year longitudinal study of 268 physically and mentally healthy Harvard College sophomores from the classes of 1939 to 1944. It has run in tandem with a study called the Glick Study, which included a second cohort of 456 disadvantaged, non-delinquent inner-city youths who grew up in Boston neighborhoods between 1940 and 1945. The subjects were all male and of American nationality. The men continue to be studied to this day. The men were evaluated at least every two years by questionnaires, information from their physicians, and in many cases, personal interviews. Information was gathered about their mental and physical health, career enjoyment, retirement experience, and marital quality. The goal of the study was to identify predictors of healthy aging. And this is so interesting. So... Uh, I'm going to, I'm clicking over now to the Harvard Gazette. They've got an article here called genes are nice. Good genes are nice, but joy is better. And they talk about how this study is almost 80 years old and how it has proved that quote, embracing community helps us live longer and be happier. And I really think that that's what, that's why it gets referenced in today's not just today's episode of We Turn Out Okay, but this article that it originally came from, because um, how how do we live longer and be happier? And the answer that, that this study has come up with is that we we feel part of a system, right? So we feel part of a family system. And to be part of a family system, we do chores. We help each other with things like chores. And I want to leave you, as I move on out of uh, the Harvard Grant study, with this last quote by Robert Waldinger, who is the director of the study. He's a psychiatrist at Mass General, and he's a professor of psychiatry at Harvard Medical School. He says, the surprising finding is that our relationships and how happy we are in our relationships has a powerful influence on our health. Taking care of your body is important, he continues, but tending to your relationship is a form of self-care too. That, I think, is the revelation. So when we, when we get our kids to do chores, we are helping them be part of this system and being part of this system is going to help them live a, a happy life in the long term. And so, uh, so there you go. I, I was able to find out some information about the Harvard grant study. Okay. And now I want to get you to the point where you can hear about the three practical ways to implement chore doing <laughs> with your kiddos. So um, just a couple of program announcements, and then we'll get right back to that. Uh, first of all, I do every Monday in our Facebook group, the We Turned Out Okay Facebook group, I do a thing called Magic Words for Parents. And what I do with each Magic Words for Parents is I give a quick word or phrase that you can use in a specific situation in your parenting. And that is now um, off until January the 7th, Monday the 7th of January 2019. Uh, but there are a whole bunch of back episodes of it. So, uh, and, and I have figured out, I'm figuring things out in Facebook. I have figured out how to tag those. So all you have to do, if you, if you are already in the We Turned Out Okay Facebook group, is you can go there and you can search the tag. So you can search and find magic words for parents. And then you can, you can have all these great phrases that you can say. If you are not a member, you can become one just by going to, it's free, by the way, uh, you can become one just by going to facebook.com slash we turned out okay, which is the Facebook page for the show. And um, 
you can find the link to join the group right there. And, uh, and then you can have access to all these magic words for parents as well. They are free. There's something I do every week, try to give you a quick little takeaway that you can bring into your parenting week. This week's YouTube video is called how to have a well-behaved child at a party. So I really wanted to get into like something that would help you concretely at this time of year when we are just you know, so busy, so out of routine. If you're finding yourself at a bunch of different social events and your young child is having a hard time behaving well, well, this this video should help you. And you can find it and everything I talk about in this break by going to weturnedoutok.com slash 256. I actually embedded the video right there. So it's on the page. All you have to do is go there and click play and you'll find it. Okay, so the next thing I want to talk about is that I have got a new parenting book out and I'm so excited. It's called 10 Secrets Happy Parents Know and it is about how to control the chaos in your home, how to get good behavior from your child and how to truly enjoy family time. And I just wanted to read you a little bit of praise uh, about it. So one of the really cool things about having colleagues in the early childhood space, in the parenting um, kind of niche of, of podcasts, and but also uh, books and blogs and uh, just, you know, having an online presence is that, especially one in an interview show like mine, is I get to talk to people who, um, who I really come to respect their opinion. And um, we get to go on each, other, each other's shows, or I'll have them on my show, uh, repeatedly. And one of those women is one of those people is Audrey Monkey. She is a woman who's the summer camp director. She has a podcast called Sunshine Parenting, which I've had the pleasure of being on. And she's invited me on again to talk about this book. And uh, she's been on my show once to date, but she's coming back on in 2019 because she's got a book coming out as well. Hers is called Nine Summer Camp Secrets for Raising Kids Who Become Thriving Adults. Actually, that's the subtitle. The title is Happy Campers because that's just such a fun little title. Um, and Audrey had this to say about my book. She said, if you're ready for communication and mutual respect to replace chaos and misbehavior, do yourself a favor and read through 10 secrets. Happy parents know you'll learn simple ways to elicit better behavior from your kids using positive language, including Locke Culp's magic words. You'll also start enjoying your family more. I, uh, when I read those words, I, I just was grinning from ear to ear to have someone who's so respected and um, beloved by uh, not just the people who attend her camps, but their parents and the people who read her book and the people who listen to her podcast to, to know that she had such nice things to say about my book. It made me feel uh, really like you would get something out of the book as well, I hope. And um, you can find out all about 10 Secrets Happy Parents Know, which is the name of my book, by going to weturnedoutok.com slash books. And as I said, all these links that I'm talking about are available for you at weturnedoutok.com slash 256, which is the episode number that you are listening to right now. And um, and I, I recommend that you do because that's where you'll be able to get information about about what the book is about and what other people have to say about it. And you can also um, either hear in this episode show notes or over at weturnedokay.com slash books, you can get the link to Amazon. So you can you can buy it for yourself in either ebook format or in paperback format. So uh, it's available in both of those. 
I want to uh, say how excited I am that we've got Ben's voice at the top of the show. Ben is our producer. He is also my husband. He's the 21-time winner of the Husband of the Year Award. And we put his show, his voice up at the top of the show to to talk about how this is a, a podcast where you get to really see into the mind of a, an expert in child development. And as such, it's a long form show. You know, it's, it's, uh, we take our time here. I really want you to understand my thinking and um, be able to take that into your own life. But if you are looking for something concise, if you want, for example, to handle temper tantrums uh, that your child throws at you, or if you are struggling with potty training, I offer really concise free guides to deal with both of those. It's a video, each features a video and a checklist. So you can you can watch the video and have read the checklist in like 20 minutes and you can start putting those those ideas into practice immediately. So I wanted to make it super easy for you to get to those. So if you look right in your whatever device you're listening to, they we've included the link to each of those free guides in the show notes right here. So you can click, um, there's, there's, it's, I hope it's pretty clear. It says click here for the guide to handle every temper tantrum. And it also says click here for the guide to successful potty training under pressure. And I hope those are really, really helpful for you. Um, as I said, they're they're super quick, like, and and so valuable. My goal for you is that you would hear, you would you would watch the video and you would see the checklist, read the checklist. You could take that information in, and that same day you can be materially making your life a happier life with your young child, because now you've got answers to some of these huge conundrums, right? So that's my goal for those. And, um, and people are finding them really, really helpful. I hope you do too. As I said, the links are right here in these show notes in your podcatcher. You don't even have to go to We Turned Out Okay if you don't want to. Um, and just finally, I want to say thank you so much for sharing the show. It means a lot that you share, even if it's just with one friend. If you've got a friend who uh, is struggling with like getting your their child to do chores or to even have the the proper mindset about that because it can be so difficult you know it's a good thing but yet you don't want to make them do it because of all the trouble it's going to cause and so if 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 you know someone who's having trouble with that um maybe this is a is an episode that will help them so if you'd share it i'd really really appreciate it and um that means a lot to me. I also want to uh, say thank you for subscribing because a for us the more subscribers we get the more uh, the more likely we are to come up in people's feeds because uh, the podcatchers know that you are resonant, it's resonating with you. So they will, um, you know, they'll, they'll show it to other people who they, they, they think would also get the benefit of it. But the other thing about subscribing is you get to know when I, when I publish a, a bonus episode, for example, it shows up right in your feed and you get that happy celebration feeling. So I know when I, when a, when a podcast that I really love shows up in my feed, I just do a happy dance. And, um, if you want that for, we turned out okay, you can get it just by clicking subscribe. And finally, I want to thank you so much for your reviews. I spoke just before about Ben's uh, voice at the top of the show. And we did that because we were hearing that, um, people, love the show and uh, but also that they needed to understand that it is a long form show and um if you're looking for a quick tip you know and a one quick tip in like a five minute podcast episode this is not <laughs> this is not your place that's what the free guides are for so go grab those but um 
uh, the reviews are the things that kind of help us choose a direction for the show and uh, help us know what what resonates. And and when we get, especially when we get a, a positive review, gosh, it just makes me feel so happy and so grateful. Um, the the any review is a good review, though. I mean, I'm grateful for them all because, as I said, it helps us figure out where we're going here and um, and how we're getting there. <laughs> all right. So I want to get you back to this show. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the break. And here we go back into chores and how to make your kids do them and why to make your kids do them. All right. Okay, we are back. And we talked before the break all about how the mindset of of having responsible children uh, is has to do with making them do chores, getting them to take a part in the upkeep of themselves of the home of 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 their family. And uh, we, we did talk a little bit about like why, right? And now I want to get into the how, because I don't want you sort of left hanging, feeling like, oh, sure, that's great. You, you can make your kids do that, but I can't. Um, I like to try and share some helpful things. And so I've got a few things that I want you to, to actually be able to say in the moment. So maybe you can memorize these. You can think of it actually as like a, a magic words for parents that um, is here in this episode. So um, so here are some magic words. And maybe what I will do is go back and make them be magic words videos so that I can expand on them even more. <laughs> I love when things come around in a circle like that. Okay, so the first thing is to say, if you, if you have a child, so I guess I'll start with um, making the assumption that your child is going to be fine with helping, right? So I'll get into what to say when they're not fine in a minute, but making the assumption that they are fine or that you just need them to do this. Uh, we talk a lot about, so I, I wrote a book called 10 Secrets Happy Parents Know. And one of the secrets is that um, conflicts are opportunities and so this could be a conflict. Like you can say, hey, come and set the table, please. And your child could say no. <laughs> and now you've got a conflict, right? So I talk in the book about um, getting a particular voice. And I, I call it in the book, I just call it the voice. And the way that you use the voice, so you're not, if you need your child to come and do something, there are a few different ways that you could say this, right? Like you could say, will you please come and set the table? Or um, you can say, it's time to come and set the table. And do you hear the differences in like specifically the way that those two sentences ended, right? One ended in a question and the other one ended in a statement. And when you need to make your child do something, when you need to get your child to do something, it is it is very easy for them to say no if you frame it as a question. So in other words, if you say, will you please come and set the table? Um, or can you come set the table or something like that? It all ends in an up, which, which to the child indicates a question. And, and so what they'll do is they'll, they can, it get, you're inviting them to say no with your uh, tone, right? So what you need to do is you need to make the tone match the, this is a directive, basically. What we're saying is it's time to come and set the table. So make it be not a question, but a statement. So uh, instead of saying it's time to come and set the table, you could say, it's time to come and set the table and, and end on a down note. That is really the, a great voice quality, the quality of, of this thing that I call the voice. The other thing about that is that you're not, uh, you're not yelling it. 
you don't stand over your child like, so here I am, right? Uh, I, I don't want you to think of me with my finger in your face telling you what to do. I, I hope that you will think of me as a supportive person who is helping you understand that these are the things that work best. So the thing that works best when you want your child to come and do a chore or to come and do something that you need them to do is to give them a directive that isn't yelling and that is said calmly and that ends with your voice going down rather than up. So if you needed them to come and set the table, you could say, it's time to come and set the table. Um, actually that indicates that might even, that might be your second or third pass, right? Because now you're sounding frustrated. So it's time to come set the table. Um, or it's time to come set the table, something like that. Something that indicates this is not a question. This is not an option. It's something that I need you to do. And if you'll notice, I didn't say, I need you to come and set the table. I said, it's time to. So really what I want you to think about here is, um, they don't care what we need. Our kids are like, well, I don't need to come set the table, even if you need me to come set the table, right? They they might have those thoughts. And so we don't want them to get into that. We What we want is for them to say, um, is for them to hear clearly and, and firmly, but with warmth, it's time to come and do this job now. It makes it a lot harder for them to um, uh, get angry or whatever. I mean, they might, they, they might whine, they might, re, you know, sort of reject this idea. They might really, really, really not want to do it. They might ask you just for a little more time on the, you know, YouTubes or whatever. Um, and, and so that's where the second part of this comes in. I really have two, I've got two tips. So the first one is to say time to come and do this. And the second one is when they are balking at it, I, I teach parents to say, I said this myself, it works incredibly well, both. As, I said this as a teacher and as a, as a parent in our so in a substitute, right? I, used, I would say in our classroom, we help each other. But now what I say is in our family, we help each other. And um, so I need you to come and do this now because this is how you can help, right? Um, or if you've got an older child and they want to have a discussion about it, you can, you, can say, you can share like, I made dinner. That was part of the way that I helped today. And I'm gonna help more in these other ways. Right now, you need to come and help with this. And it, it's gotta be about the thing that's, that's happening right now. Like you can't kids, it doesn't work really well to schedule stuff in for kids in an hour or two. Um, or, you know, at the end of the day, because they just, they don't have that kind of time. You could say something like after this, after this story, you know, it's time to come set the table after, if you have a timer, some kids really, my, my, we didn't use timers because my oldest got really upset. He just, he could not, leave off the timer. It made him so angry that there was like this thing ticking down, waiting to make him stop. You know what I mean? So we didn't do that. But some parents, some kids love timers and it works really, really well for them. So if it does, you know, when this timer is done, it's going to be time for you to um, come set the table or in two minutes without a timer. So like, actually my favorite way was to say either soon or in, in one more minute, I'm going to need you to come set the table. And then it, it has to be you have to stay firm on that. So, so part of this, I guess the sort of bonus practical is you need to follow through. So one is say it's time to do whatever. Two is if they're balking, say in our family, we help each other. And that's why you need to come and do this. I'm helping this way. You need to come and help that way. But the third thing is to be consistent. Like don't say you got one more minute. And then when they ask for another 10 minute video, grant that. Like you need to be able to say, okay, 
this is what I said. This is what I'm sticking to. This is the, you know, the, the screen is going off. Um, I am putting the tablet out of reach, out of sight, out of mind, come and do this job now. And uh, you can even say, come and do this job now, please, right? Um, as long as you are communicating, this is like a thing that needs to happen. It's not an option. <laughs> That's really how you get the chores to happen. You 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 do these three things. You help the kids understand that uh, in our family, we help each other. You say, it is now time to do this chore. And then you say, you, you stay consistent with that. And that's really, that is today's episode. That's today's show. I, I hope this one has been helpful for you. Um, I love that it's it's coming out in the holiday season at the end of the year because we've all got 8,000 million things to do. And if this if this tip, if this, I, I, I don't, I keep saying tip today. I don't know why. But um, if this idea helps you even just get one chore off of your plate and onto somebody else's. I think that is a great, great, great thing. Um, I really, I really, I think this is how, this is how relationships are made. They're made through um, positivity, uh, a clear understanding of responsibilities and, and, and why they're so important. We take care of each other in this family. That's why this is so important. And then being consistent with it over time, um, that really not only does it make for successful, happy, fulfilled children, it makes for successful, happy, fulfilled parents. And then it helps everybody as, as your kids move on out into like their lives, because you've always had a relationship in which there is communication, there is clear, um, there are clear, not just directives, but there's clear communication, I guess, like, um, it, it really is not helpful to say something sarcastic, for example, but a lot of families, they don't even know they're doing it, and they'll and they'll do it. Um, uh, there's some other things I really want. in future episodes, I'm going to get into sarcasm, I'm going to get into this, this crazy thing called triangling, which used to happen in, in my family growing up all the time. Um, and which I, I learned about in college. And, and anyway, so I'm going to, I think I'm going to do a couple of like thinky shows that I think will be really helpful um, in, in like your daily discourse with not just your kids, but like with everybody, because, because um, I don't know, communication is clear. Communication is good, no matter who you are, no matter how old you are. Right. And um, yeah, so I hope that this helps you today and I hope that it helps you into the future. And um, I hope that this has been a useful episode for you. Uh, and I think that's where I'm going to leave it. I, uh, I'm so grateful to you for listening. I can't tell you what it means to me that you, um, you've stayed all the way to the end. You know what I mean? That you are, that you are here. We are here together. Um, this is a just you and me episode, which uh, I do. There are three flavors of episodes on the show. And the just you and me, I really love because it's all about the two of us getting to sit down together and maybe have a cup of tea. Maybe we go on a walk and um, I get to help you with some thorny problem that you're having uh, with your, with your child and your family. And it means so much to me that you are here for that. Um, if you have like an idea of a way that this has worked for you, you know, how do you, how do you help make it so that your kids help with chores. Um, I would love to hear about that. So please email me, karen at weturnedoutok.com. 
or you can go to the contact page, weturnedoutokay.com slash contact. I will link to those in the show notes. And the show notes are available at weturnedoutokay.com slash 256. And um, you can, uh, I would love to hear about how you are accomplishing this. And if you, if it's the end of the year for you and you're listening to this in real time and you are just completely frazzled and crazy, I, you know, I hope that not just this episode, but the whole podcast helps you feel better because that's my goal <laughs> is to help you feel happy inside. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening so that I can, I can do that. And finally, I've got a special thanks to my husband, the 21 time winner of the husband of the year award, our producer, Benjamin Culp, who, uh, I'm so grateful to because he, among many other things, has contributed his voice to the top of the show. Um, he is he is really good at keeping me, when I think about like getting our kids to do chores, he's been incredibly good at helping me be better at this. Because in my real life, when I'm not podcast Karen, when I am instead mom Karen, sometimes it can be really hard to follow through on things like chores. And Ben helped me with this so much because he... Um, he sees the benefits when it works, when I'm doing it right, when we are doing it right. And he also sees um, where if it breaks down because we are not insisting consistently on chores being done or things like that. So so Ben, I'm so grateful to you for, for helping me um, understand this and do a better job at it. Uh, I love you. <laughs> and yeah, so thank you so much, um, Ben, for all of those wonderful things. And thank you so much for listening. I will see you next week. Cheers. See you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to We Turned Out Okay. I want a date to Australia. Find us on the web at weturnedoutok.com where you'll find show notes and more. Cheese that's not yours. Nacho cheese. And remember, we only go around once. To be the best parents we can be, let's relax and enjoy the ride. I want to pee in the woods. Derp, 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 derp,